Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning today a very special Chassidic discourse. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parshas Miketz, Shabbos of Hanukkah, in the year Tavshin Memches, 33 years ago. The Rebbe went on to certify and edit this Chassidic discourse in honor of Hanukkah of Tavshin Nun, 31 years ago. The Chassidic discourse is based on the Al Hanissim. We know Hashem did tremendous miracles for us in Hanukkah, and because Hashem did tremendous miracles, it's important to show um, that we're grateful. So we say Al Hanissim. We acknowledge all the miracles. We acknowledge it a when we do our uh, prayers in the Shmona Esrei. We also do it when we do the grace after meals. So the Chassidic discourse is called the Atta Brachmecha Rabin, which is referring to. In the Alanism, where we acknowledge the tremendous miracles Hashem did for us. So in Alanism, it says as follows The Atta Barachamecha Harabim, and you Hashem, with tremendous compassion, you stood there for the Jewish people when we were going through tough times, challenging times. You gave over the strong people, the enemies, into the hand of the weak, the Jewish people. And the many, quantitatively, and the few, knows the enemy was much, much more quantitatively greater, much, more, much stronger, and you handed it over to us to be successful in the victory. So the Rebbe asked a question, he quotes from the previous Rebbe, the previous Rebbe asked a question in the Hasidic Discourse, and he says like this, what are we saying here in the Alhanism? There was a huge war, and the war, the odds were against us. They were stronger, they, were, they, were, they had quantitatively more, and nevertheless we won. Why? Because Hashem, you made us win. So we're celebrating Hanukkah, part of the celebration is, and we acknowledge it in the Alhanism, for the tremendous miracles of the war. When was the war over? The war was over on the 24th day of the month of Kislev. So if the war was over on the 24th day of the month of Kislev, why are we starting Hanukkah only on the 25th? And not only that, why do we, one, of the, one of the things we do on Hanukkah, fine, we light the candles to commemorate the tremendous miracle of the oil. But we wouldn't have had the Hanukkah candles, we wouldn't have had the oil if not for the success of the war. So we needed the war. As a matter of fact, the Talmud, when it speaks about the finding of the oil, it says that after we were successful in the war, then we found the jug of oil, and then there was another miracle burned for eight days. So the war was necessary, all the miracles of Hanukkah. So since the war was necessary, how come we start celebrating Hanukkah on the 25th day? fifth day of the month of Kislev, why don't we start celebrating Hanukkah when? On the 24th day of the month of Kislev. Now, Dreva says that the question again is clearly, why do we celebrate Hanukkah starting on the 25th? Why don't we start on the 24th? And Dreva points out the question is not, why don't we celebrate the miracle of the war? In some places it says, that's the question. How come we're celebrating the, the oil and how come we don't celebrate the war? Over here we're saying, no, no, we're acknowledging the war is a huge miracle. We even say it in Dalanism that we were successful in the war. But, so therefore the question is not, why are we ignoring it? We're not ignoring it. We're celebrating it. We're acknowledging it. But the real question is, how come... We don't celebrate and start the celebration on the 24th. If we're really acknowledging that one of the major miracles was the fact that we were successful in the war, so why don't we start a celebration on the 24th? So the previous Rebbe over there continues to explain, he says like this. 
that in the miracle of the oil, there were two miracles. The first miracle was that then the, after the success of the war on the 24th, we came into the temple on the 25th. We needed to find the oil to light the menorah. They found one jug of oil that was left that had the seal of the high priest that was still pure. That's one miracle, that we found one jug of oil. The second miracle that we found in reference to the oil was, after we found the oil, it was only going to burn one day. And we needed oil for, for, for longer to be able to get new oil. So the second miracle was that it burned for eight days. Now, when did that start? When did the second miracle of the oil start to kick in? On the 26th. So if that's the case, the previous server asked a simple question. How come we don't celebrate and do something special on the 26th for the second miracle of the oil that took place? Okay, so just to recap. As we see clearly, there are three miracles in reference to Hanukkah. Miracle number one was we won the war. When did we win the war? On the 24th day of month of Kislev. Miracle number two was we found the jug of oil. When did we find the jug of oil? On the 25th day of the month of Kislev. Miracle number three was, or the second in reference to the oil was, that the oil that we found burnt for eight days. So, and that took place on the 26th day of the month of Kislev. So the question is, A, how come we don't start celebrating on the 24th when we were successful in the war? And another question is, how come we don't do anything special for the third miracle, the fact that the oil burnt for eight days? So the Rebbe explains over here, based on what the previous Rebbe says, that the miracle of being successful in the war, that's something which is called Yehudi Tata which we'll explain later in more in depth. But generally, the idea is, it's a union, but a lower level of a union. A lower level of recognizing the oneness of Hashem. So in the oneness of Hashem, there's different levels of acknowledgement of the oneness of Hashem. Yehudah is the lowest level of acknowledgement of the oneness of Hashem. We see it, but not so clearly. And that is when we won the war. Then we had the miracle of finding the oil. That's already more an awareness of the oneness of Hashem, and that's called Yehudi Ilah. So again, to recap, the previous Rebbe says there's two things. There's the miracle of winning the war, that's Yehudi Tata, a lower level of seeing the oneness of Hashem. And then there's the miracle of the oil, which is Yehudi Ilah, a higher level of seeing the oneness of Hashem. Based on this, the previous service was something very, very powerful. When did the miracle happen of winning the war? The 24th day of the month of Kislev. When did we find the oil? On the 25th. Now, what we say, winning the war is Yehud the lower level of the oneness. And it happened when on the 24th. Why the 24th? Because we know that when we say Shema, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad, that's the first verse we say, and then we say, Baruch Shein, Kvoyed Malchus Eloyelam Voyed. Shema Yisrael is Yichud Eloh. It's the higher level of the of recognition of the oneness of Hashem. Baruch Shein, Kvoyed Malchus Eloyelam Voyed is already a lower level of the recognition of the oneness of Hashem. If you count the letters, in Baruch Shein Kvayt Malchus how many letters are there? Which represents Yichud Atat 24. So that's why the connection between winning the war, the lower level of the oneness, 
Yechud is connected specifically to 24, just like Baruch Shein Kvayim Malchusilov, which represents Yechud has 24 letters. On the other hand, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad, which represents Yichud Elah, a higher level of the oneness, has 25 letters. And that's why the finding the oil, which represents a level of Yichud Elah, took place when? On the 25th day of the month. Of, of the month. Now, what happened on the 26th? The oil that we found already burnt for eight days. That is a huge miracle. That's called a higher level in Yehudah It's even actually higher than Yehudah It's even higher. That oneness is even higher. What, hap- what day did that happen? It happened on the 26th. We know the infinite name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, numerically is 26. So because the infinite name is 26, therefore on the 26th day, such a huge miracle happened. Now, <coughs> But now they're asked a very, very simple question. What are we saying? That the 24 is Yichud Tatah, Baruch Shein Kvayim Achusil Elamoyet. The 25th is Yichud Elah, but a lower level, Shema Yisrael. And the 26th, that's the purest, the highest, even higher level in Yichud Elah, which took place on the 26th 20, 20, day. But Rebbe says, one second. Shema Yisrael is also Yichud Elah. So how come that's not off the charts, above nature. And there explains like this. We know that in order to get to a yichud, a high level of a oneness, so it has to do with the level of the bittal, the level of the level of humility. Now, when you have the, the name of Hashem, Elohim, out there, that creates a bittal, a lower level of a lower, a lower level of humility, and therefore you only get to what you get, you get to the level of yichudetata. Now, on the other hand, what happens when you have yudke vavke? So that reco- that, that you achieve a higher level of, of, of humility, and then you get to the level of yichudelah. So when you have the bittal, the humility of shemelokim. It only creates, you couldn't tell why, because it only creates humility in the yesh, in the physical existence of the person. However, when you have Yudke Vavke, you have Yehudi Elah, that actually creates a humility not only in the physical part of the person, but in the whole human being. In Kabbalah, it's called Bittal B'Metzias. The person is totally humbled. That happens specifically from Yudke Vavke. Now, what does it say in Shema? Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Hashem is referring to the infinite Hashem, but Echad, where it all becomes one. Now, what becomes one? So if you break down Echad, what becomes one? You have Ech Aleph is referring to Hashem. Ches, you have the seven heavens. You have the earth. You have the four corners of the world. And all that become one with Hashem. In other words... Well, how do they become one with Hashem? Because even though it's Yudke Vavke, but it's Yudke Vavke the way it's connected to the world. Hashem, the infinite Hashem, Yichud but the way Yichud is connected to Echad, heavens, earth, the four corners of the earth. And that's why it says, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Which means like this. In Hashem Yisrael, there's two times it says Yudke Vavke. Hashem Elokeinu, which is pure, Yudke Vavke, and then you have Hashem Echad. So the first Yudke Vavke, the first Hashem in, in the Shema, is the highest level of Yudke Vavke. 
which is disconnected from any connection to the physical world or the involvement the way the sphere has come into the world. And over here, because it's totally disconnected, you don't say echad, because it has no connection to the world. Because Hashem is totally one, and there's no, nothing can compare to it. So when we say again, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein, the first Yud Kei it's referring to the infinite Hashem, the way he's no connection to the world. Totally off the charts. But what's the second Yud Kei Hashem Echad. That's called the Shem Havaya Delatata, the lower level of Yud Kei where it's uh, Yud Kei where it's connected to the world. And that's why it says it's appropriate to say Echad, because it is connected to the world. Now, so based on this, Jerba explains like this. The power and the superiority of the third miracle, that the, that the oil burnt for eight days, which started when? On the 26th day of month of Kislev, which we said again, 26 is, is the numerical value for Yudke Vavke. And that's why the, because it happened on the 26th, which is the higher level of Yudke Vavke, Hashem Elokeinu, which is disconnected to the world, therefore that miracle is much greater and much stronger than finding the actual jug of oil. Because the jug of oil they found when on the 25th day of the month of Kislev which is connected to the 25 letters in Shema Yisrael. Even though it's Yichudi Elah, a high level of oneness, but where does it come from? It comes from the lower level, the lower Yudke Vavke, Hashem Echad. However, the miracle that the, the oil burned for eight days, and we all know that eight is above nature, seven is nature, and eight is above nature. Where does that come from? That comes from the Yudke Vavke de la which is much higher, which is totally above any connection to this physical world. Now, so based on this, the Rebbe explains something, another, another major point. Again, this is to recap. The first miracle, we won the war, that happened the 24th. That's a miracle within nature. And that's why it happened the 24th day, which is Baruch Shein Kvay Malchus which is Yechudet Atah. The second miracle already is above nature, but somehow connected to nature. There was oil, it was from there from before, but it is a miracle, and it's called Yudke Vavke, but Yudke Vavke is connected to the world, and it happened on the 25th day, which is the same amount of letters in the Shema. The next miracle, which is totally way beyond nature, because you have oil that only should burn one day, and it burned for so many days above nature, that's connected to 26, which is Shem Havaya Delayla. Now, back to the point. So let's look at Shema Yisrael, which is the middle level, which is Yudke Vavke, but which is connected to the world. How many letters does it have? We said it has 25 letters. That's why that miracle happened on the 25th day of the month. Of, of the month. 25 in Hebrew is Chavhe. Chavhe means Koi. We know when the prophets prophesied, there was two ways they prophesied. One was Zeh. This is what Hashem is saying. Or they would say, Koi, so Hashem said. In other words, even though generally speaking, Yechudi Elah, it's the highest level of the union, but guess what? It's only 25 letters. Why? Because the lower level of Shem Havaya, it is Yudke Vavke, but it's the lower level of Shem Havaya, is considered, in reference to the higher level of Shem Havaya, it's considered Elohim, it's considered Simtsum, it's considered concealment. And because it's considered concealment, so therefore the, the, the bittle, the humility of Yehudah Elah on that level is just like, comparatively speaking, like Yehudah Elah, and therefore it says, Koi, it's a lower level.
And the same thing also when it comes to the miracle of finding the oil on the 25th day of the, of, of the month of, of Kislev is also on the level of Koi, not the most greatest powerful miracle, in reference what? To a higher miracle of Shemavaya the Leila. Now, but what is the ultimate and the true level of Zeh? This, wow, this Hashem comes from Hashem. That is specifically when, when you found, when the oil that they found burned for eight days. And that happened on the 26th day of the month of Kislev. Because that comes from the level of Yudke Vavke, which is totally above any connection to this world. So again, just to recap, the Rebbe is saying is there's three levels in the miracle. There's one level, there's a war. In a war, even though, yes, we were less people and we were weaker, but it's a war, so you can come and justify and say, oh, you know, we were lucky. But the fact is, we know it's from Hashem. So that's why it's called Yichudit And that comes from the level of um, uh, the lower, a lower level of a union. What happens when you found the oil? I mean, what was the chance of them finding the oil? Okay, fine. So you can come up with an excuse and say it, it was left there. What, the fact is, we all know it was a miracle. That's above nature, but it still has some connection because it was was put there before and so on and so forth. The highest level is what? When something we all know cannot burn for eight days, it can only burn for one day. And when it burns for that long, that's totally above nature. And that's the connection between 24 and 25 and 26. Okay. In the Chassidic Discourse, the previous Rebbe goes on to say as follows. Now, even though we know, and we actually discussed at length in the last Chassidic Discourse we, that we, we learned, but it's good to review, but it's in this part of this, this Chassidic Discourse, even though we know that the miracle of Hanukkah and the candles of Hanukkah that we light in honor of Hanukkah, why do we light them? Because in the times of the temple, there was a candelabra and we were able to rededicate the temple, so we burned the Hanukkah. So technically you say, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the whole revolutionary idea? We're just re reenacting what was there before. But the and, and we also know that whatever the Chachamim established, we established we should light the candles, wasn't a new idea, but it's similar to the candles that were there before. But the fact is, there's a difference. What's the difference between the, the candles of Hanukkah and the candles of the base of Mikdash? Very simple. Several differences. Because we know in the candles in the base of Mikdash, how many candles were there in the menorah? There was how many candles? There were seven. Also, where did the candles, where, were, where was the candelabra in the base of Mikdash? It was on the, uh, the south side, which is on the right side. On the other hand, the candles of the menorah, where do we burn them? We burn it actually specifically on the left side, and it's eight. So you see there's a difference. This is eight, this is seven, and this is on the left, and this is on the right. Why is that? Why is there a difference? So the Rebbe explains, because the Greek, the Greeks, when they were waging war against us, it wasn't just a physical war they were trying to annihilate us. No, it was a spiritual war. Their goal was that we should forget about the Torah, that the Torah is from Hashem. We should forget about the mitzvahs come from Hashem. And because they were trying to get us to forget about Hashem, what happened was the darkness, the spiritual darkness became strong. And we all know the darkness comes from which side? From the left. Light and positivity comes from the right. And the darkness, unfortunately, comes from the left. So therefore, what happened? When the Hashemunayim were successful in the war, and we, we overcame and we were successful against the, the Greeks. 
So they established we should light the Hanukkah menorah. Why? Why are we lighting the menorah? It's even though again it's similar to the day based Semitic, but we're lighting it for a different reason. We're lighting the menorah to make a statement that we are going to bring light where it's dark. And therefore, because the goal is to bring light where it's dark, they didn't do, say we should do seven candles. No, we should do eight. Why? Because eight means we're taking a statement that life is above nature. Seven is nature. We know our success and the reason why we are who we are and we're here till today is because it's above nature. And that's why we light eight candles. Why? Because we want to light up and brighten up the darkness of the world. And we want to bring in not just a regular light. We had that before. We want a greater light. We want a light which is above nature. As the verse says, Vahavaya, Yudke Vavke, which is above nature, Yagia Chashki. We want to have in the darkness what kind of light? Yudke Vavke, above nature. This light that's above nature, how did we get that? Because the Matasyo and his children, they went in Mysterious Nefesh. They were able to draw down this infinite powerful light. Now, this light that they, draw, that they draw in comes in in two ways. And in, like in the world of Kabbalah, we know there's something which is called Milmata Lamayla and Milmayla Lamata. From a b- below above, means a below referring to darkness, to above, and from above, from the higher spiritual light down below. In other, in other words, like this. Milmata Lamayla means it was dark. They wanted us to forget about Torah Mitzvahs. So what happened? Because it was so dark, so the Matasyoban awakened within themselves mysterious nefesh, self-sacrifice, which is above nature. And because they were able to go from below and bring go on mysterious nefesh where it didn't make sense, they were able to draw down the infinite light, which is totally above nature. That's Milmata From the darkness came tremendous light. What is Milmata That by bringing in this powerful light, this infinite light, you lighten up the darkness of the world. Vahashem, Vahavaya, Yudke Vavke, Yagia Chashki will bring this infinite light into the darkness. And that's why when it came to the base of Migdash, they lit only seven candles before Hanukkah. And they only lit it on the south side and the right side. Why? Because since the light that was in the base of Migdash didn't come about through Mysterious Nefesh, it wasn't self-sacrifice. So therefore the light they got was a natural light, something which was in the world, the world of nature, seven. And therefore the candelabra was on the right side. Because not only the Derbe says something very powerful, because if God forbid the manure was on the left side in the place of negativity, guess what? Klipot and Chit would have been able to suck out the, po- the powerful energy from there. We didn't have the power to go into the left side before the miracle of Hanukkah. But through the fact that we had the miracle of Hanukkah and they went in mysterious nevis, you have eight candles. Eight is above nature, which actually has the power to fix the left side. Now, so based on what the, Rebbe, what the previous Rebbe explains in this, this course, that through the fact that the Matisio and his children went in mysterious nefesh. They were able to draw down what? The light above nature. What's above nature, as we said before? Havaya de la'ela. The highest level of Yudke Vavke. Which means that, so they draw down this most powerful light, Yudke Vavke. 
that caused that the miracle of Hanukkah, the oil burned for eight days. Why? Because they draw down Yudke Vavke de Leila. But here the Rebbe comes and he says something very, very powerful, revolutionary. And he says like this. The infinite light, Yudke Vavke de Leila, really was for the miracle that it burnt, instead of one day, it burnt eight days. But the Rebbe says that not only did this infinite light cause that it should burn for eight days, it also caused the success of the war. From Havaya de Leila, this powerful Yudke Vavke, the highest level, which is above, na- above nature. Why? Because the Mesiris Nefesh, the self-sacrifice of Matasyo and his children, was that even though they were weak, and even though they were few, so they could have said, forget it, just give up. We're weak and we're few. How are we going to be successful? But nevertheless, no, no, no. They waged war against people that were stronger than them, and people were more than them. And because they went on mysterious nefesh, which is above nature, this logically doesn't make sense. Therefore, they were able to draw down this infinite light, which is totally higher than any natural light. So therefore, since they drew it down, and it came down because they went on mysterious nefesh, so what came down? Yudke Vavke, the Leila, the highest level of Yudke Vavke. Yechudiyelah, the highest one, came down. Now, but then the Rebbe says, one second. So the Rebbe is coming up with a revolutionary idea that this Havai Leila caused everything. It caused it to burn for all the days. It caused it for, to find the oil. And it caused the success of the war. The Rebbe says, one second. But it says in the Hasidic Discourse clearly that only the fact that it burned for so many days came from the level of Havai Leila. So how am I coming along and saying that this affected the finding the oil and the fact that we were successful in the, the war? I know that says specifically clearly that the success of the war and finding the oil wasn't from Havaya de Leila, wasn't from above nature. It was Yechud Tata, Yechud which is connected to nature. So Rebbe says like this, and Rebbe clarifies that in being successful in the war and finding the oil, so it, it came down in a garment of nature. It came through a garment of nature, but the source is Havai de Leila. So the, the distinction they were saying is like this. The source for all the miracles, all three miracles of Hanukkah, winning the war, finding the oil, it burned for eight days, the source came from Havai de Leila. In the fact that it burned for so many days, so that was in a garment of above nature. The fact they won the war and the fact that we found the oil, that came through a garment of nature. But the source is all of Leila. And based on this, Jehovah says, this is one of the reasons that <clears throat> in the Hasidic discourse he says that the holiday of Hanukkah was established for being successful in the war. What do we say in al we say the reason why we celebrate Hanukkah is we were successful in the war. Why? Let's talk about the fact that the big miracle, it burned for eight days and we found the oil. We don't, we don't ignore the war because we want to bring out, yes, even though it was a war, and you can say that there was a reason we won. You can say why we win because we, we, we had a good strategy. No, no, no. We're telling you, you know why we're celebrating Hanukkah? Because we won the war.
Because even the war that you can have every reason logically to say we won for some kind of logical reason, no, no, no. We won it because Hashem wanted us to win it. In other words, why? Because the fact that we have the Yom Tov of Hanukkah for eight days, because the eight resembles that the power that allowed us to be successful on all three levels of the, of, the, of, the, of the miracles, including, and let's start with the first miracle of winning the war, came from a light which is above nature. And that's why the holiday of Hanukkah was established for also winning the war. Because even the winning the war, the source, maybe in a garment of nature, fine, there was a war, there was few, there was many, we had strategy, but, and went through, through an, a garment of nature. But the source of winning the war comes from the light which is totally above nature. And Rebbe explains us like this, that the Mesiris Nefesh, going on self-sacrifice of Matisio and his children, was that they waged war against the Greeks. Which means like this. Since they went on Messiris Nefesh, so seemingly, why can't you just say that the Messiris Nefesh came also from a totally above nature? And I'll explain something very powerful, and he says as follows. Where does Messiris Nefesh come from? Messiris Nefesh comes from we well, you know that in the Shema we have there's five levels. We'll start with the lowest and the highest. Again, we're talking spiritually. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaye, Yechida. General operation of life is Nefesh. Ruach, sometimes we mix in Ruach, um, uh, spirit, Neshama, or intellect. Chaye, Yechida is for unique, in unique situations. So where does Mysterious Nefesh come from? Mysterious Nefesh comes from Yechida. Now, so if they went on Mysterious Nefesh and they brought out Yechida, Yechida means us and Hashem, it's all one. It's all one. That means everything is about Hashem. But so if they went on, they went on, if it's all about Hashem, but nevertheless, if it's all Hashem, how did they know there was an enemy there? How did they feel there was an enemy, someone that was opposing Hashem? That you have to go wage war against him. Because even though the Yechida was there and Yechida was revealed, but nevertheless, there was room for an enemy. Why? In other words, as long as there's room for an enemy, so you're not connected really to the infinite Hashyut Kevavke, which is above nature. Because when, because Zerv explains, because if Yechida would be revealed the way Yechida is in its source, there wouldn't be any, there's no, no enemies exist. In Yechida, in the source, what's Yechida mean? The only true existence is Hashem. So if you're saying the only true existence, how's there something else? How's there an enemy? How's the opposition? So if, obviously they had to wage war, so therefore that means that Yechida was, was only in the revealed koiches, in the revealed attributes. And therefore, there was, there wasn't, there, it wasn't totally true in the pure, pure sense of Yechida. So therefore, the, even though the source came from a light which is above nature, but nevertheless, the success of the war was that they were successful, few over many, weak over strong, but it was in nature. It was, it, had to, it was through nature. Why was it through nature? Because the, real, the essence of Yechida wasn't revealed. So they were dealing with nature. Not only that, they were dealing with the nature of the physical world 
and in, in the physical world were unfortunately klipot, the opposite of holiness, had some had some had a stronghold, and that the 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 opposition was strong and it was big, and you have to fight them. And that's why it says specifically in the in the Hasidic discourse that the miracle. The first miracle of being successful in the war is called Yehudi Tatah. It's not Yehudi Elah. It's a low level of oneness. Even though the Rebbe is still holding his position, that the source of the success in the war, the source, was from a light above Hishtalshalos. But in, in, the, in this world, it wasn't felt. Because the infinite light, which is above nature, that came down to this world, some reason allowed that there should be an existence of something. And therefore, the only level it could be is Yechudetata. Like, for example, the miracle of Hanukkah, that the Yechida that was revealed was in physical attributes. After that, after you waged the war, and... We've passed Yichud What happened is, now we came to a higher level. What's the higher level? They found one jug of oil. And this jug of oil already had the seal of, of, of the Kayin Gadol. Once you have the seal of the high priest, what does that mean spiritually? There's no room for opposition. Why? Because when it's sealed with the seal of the high priest, it means that a klipa can get to it. The... the, the Klipos can't exist. But nevertheless, this was also enclosed in nature because they found a jug. So it's not something which is totally, wow, a miracle. A jug appeared from nowhere. It was a jug that was there before. They found it. And that's why it says in the Hasidic Discourse that finding the jug is Yechudi Allah. It's the higher level of the union. Yechudi Allah, the lower level. Why? Because when it comes to Yud Kevavkein itself, there's no room for any opposition. But because nevertheless, Yud Kevavkein has a connection to this world. What happened afterwards? They reached even a higher level. That the that the oil they found was able to burn for eight days, and this is there's no room in nature for that at all. Which basically means it's revealed Yud Kevavke, which is totally higher than any possible uh, possibility of coming into, um, physically into this world. So again, to recap, what they was saying is like this. The source of all three miracles is from Yud Kevavke above Ishtal When it came down to this world, so the first success of the success of the war came through Laws of nature. Even though it was Mesiris Nefesh, it was, it was, their Yechida came out, but because they saw an opposition, they saw someone fighting them, they saw Klipoit, they saw an enemy, obviously Yud Kei was not totally revealed. Because if Yud Kei Vavke revealed, there wouldn't be an enemy. What was the second level after they were successful in the first war? Then they had to find the oil. So again, here, there was no opposition because they found this, the... <coughs> the oil with the seal of the Kohen Gadol, but nevertheless, it was oil that, oil that was found. It was there before. So it's not totally a miracle that blows your mind. It's not Yud Kevavke above Ishtalshlas. The source is, but not in a revealed way. But when the oil burnt for eight days, now the Yud Kevavke above Ishtalshlas, now you see it in a revealed way. <coughs>
And the Rebbe continues on to say that you can even add and say it as follows. That even the miracle, first miracle, being successful in the war, the second miracle, finding the oil, is also, the Rebbe's not going back and trying to bring it out again higher, is also from Yudke Vavke de la Eilo, which is above Ishtalshos. No, only what? It came through the garment of Ishtalshos of Yehudah Why? Because it was a preparation for the big miracle that the oil should burn for eight days, which is a miracle which is totally uh, above nature. In other words, like this. The miracle of, of winning the war is Yehudah Lower level of union. The, the miracle that they found the oils, but since, this is powerful, since what caused the higher miracle that it burned for, you know, if they didn't win the war and they didn't find the oil, how's the oil burning for eight days? So even though the highest miracle was that it burned for eight days, but in order for it to burn for eight days, you have to first find the oil and you first have to win the war. So therefore, since the cause for the ultimate miracle was brought about by winning the war and by finding the oil, so therefore that, that in it has the power of Yudke Vavke from above Ashtalshlis. <clears throat> so once, so even though initially they've won the war, okay, lower level, they found the oil a little higher, but then once they found the oil, and it burned for eight days, so they have to give a look back and say, hey, how did they, how did, how did they even have the oil that you burned for eight days? How did they even find that oil? Because it was a war. So therefore, you must say that in winning the war and finding the oil, you also have a level of where it's coming from, Yud Kei Vav Kei Lamai And based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully as follows. This is why, what was the original question? Why are we celebrating Hanukkah only on the 25th? Nothing on the 24th, and nothing unique and special on the 26th. Why? Because the ultimate purpose why we won the war, which happened on the 24th day of Kislev, which as we said before, it's a lower level of oneness, because we don't see the big miracle there. How does that, how does that get revealed? It gets revealed by the miracle of the oil. And by celebrating the 25th, which is the miracle of the oil, which is Yehudi Elah, so that brings out that the miracle of the 24th is also from Baba Shtalshlas. In other words, like this. If we would celebrate the miracle on the 24th, so it's a low-level celebration, Yechudet HaTav. When we celebrate the 25th, we're celebrating above Ishtalshlus, they found the oil, which upgrades the winning of the war. It brings that into focus that it's also above nature. Now, do you ever ask a simple question? One second. We're all excited about this Yechudet law. It's above nature. But the fact is, there not there something powerful about Yechudet HaTav, a low-level union, over the higher level? And which, matter of fact, the winning of the war, Yechudetah, caused finding the oil, which caused that the oil should burn for eight days. And we know when something causes something, the cause is bigger than the, than the effect. But the Rebbe says, even though that's true, but the completion of Yechudetah is, the completion of a lower level union is, that in the lower level should be revealed and you should shine in the higher union. And so if that's the case, so 
why don't we do something for the 26th? The 26th was the biggest miracle. Shame of Ayah Why don't we? Why don't we do a celebration for then? So the Rebbe explains very simple. Because the, ma- the main revelation of Yudke Vavke, the highest level, 26, totally above nature, that's going to happen when Mashiach comes. As we know that when Mashiach comes, the keener, the instrument they're going to play of, you, of the days of Mashiach is going to be of eight strands, totally above nature. How we know, however, in the base of Migdash, it was only, the revelation was only of Yudke Vavke, the lower level. And that's why the instrument in the base of Migdash was how many? Only seven strands. However, the revelation of Yudke Vavke de Leila, which came about, that the fact that the oil burnt for how many days? For eight days. That only happened for a short period of time. And therefore, because it only happened for a short period of time, and only the first year, they did not establish to do anything unique and anything special um, um, uh, to add for the 26th day, because that's, that was saving for Mashiach comes. The big celebration to give Mashiach comes. So again, just to recap. So we have three powerful miracles. The first miracle, Yichud Tata, was we won the war. The second miracle was Yichud Allah, we found the oil. And the highest miracle was that we had burned for eight days. Now, the truth, as Rebbe says, all of them are really Yichud Allah in its source. But when it comes down to this physical world, unfortunately, the first one is Yichud Tata, the second one is Yichud Allah, and that's the highest. So the reason why we celebrate Yichud, the, 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 the oil, because that resembles Yichud Allah, and the goal of that is that we should see within winning the war, which is seemingly just Yichud Allah, lower level, we should see that it's also coming, that source is coming from Yichud Allah, and the reason why we don't celebrate anything unique for the 26th, because that's really going to be revealed and celebrated when Mashiach comes. We have that a taste, but we don't have it complete. And never finish off and says like this, it should be the will of Hashem, that just like we said in Alanism, that it should be fulfilled within us, Hashem should be with us in our trials and struggles and tribulations, which is referring to the general idea of Gullus, and um, which, is the, which is the biggest problem we have, is the fact that Hashem is, uh, we're living in a world that Hashem, we're in Gullus, Hashem is concealed, and we don't have the full revelation. Now, the Rebbe says, even though we went through, unfortunately, tremendous tragedies, tremendous calamities Jewish people went through, and it's not going to happen again. And like the, the, the Rebbe quotes from the Mithra Rebbe, he says, it's never going to happen again. Why? Because we already fulfilled all the terrible things that have to happen. We're done with. We're done with. And now, he says, everything is great. Today, everything is great. And on the contrary, um, in the time of Gullus, it should be fulfilled with each and every one of us. Where the prophet says, That the kings and the queens are going to take care of us. And like the Talmud says, clearly, that this idea that the kings and the queens took care of us already happened in the times of the Talmud. And especially, the Rebbe says, and the Rebbe said this many, many times, when the government helps us and they allow us to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs, we're living in a free country, we can learn Torah, we can do mitzvahs. And even if, God forbid, it seems, it seems that, um, that there's some kind of darkness and we can't necessarily do what we want, we need to go in the way of Avram Avinu, Abraham, our forefather, the first Jew, because we all know that when he went and he was traveling to the Akedah, so there was a, there was a, a, a water in front, uh, trying to stop him from going. And he couldn't do the will of Hashem. What did he do? He went back. 
he started to cry. What did he do? So he stood with Taikif. He stood with tremendous strength. And he did not get intimidated. What happened? It turned out that the, war, the water that he thought was actually blocking him, it was, only, it was an illusion. It wasn't real. It was only an illusion. And unfortunately, it looked like an illusion. But so we have to know any obstacle is not real. Any obstacle that's stopping you from learning Torah and Mitzvahs is an illusion. It's all, it's continue doing what you have to. Learn, pray, do mitzvahs. Nothing will get in the way. But the fact is, even though on a spiritual level, yeah, we can overcome all the obstacles. We have the tools to overcome it. But the fact is, we're still in Gullus. And because we're in Gullus, it is a Torah. It is, it's not necessarily the greatest times for us. So the request is that, so again, to recap, to be clear, we can do what we have to in Gullus. We can... We can look through all the obstacles, we can look through all the distractions and continue marching forward. But we're still in Gullus. Hashem is not totally revealed. So the, re the request, as the Rebbe says, is that very, very quick and very soon, we should all be a Magdalen Beisrash. Hashem should be there for our challenges. And since he never quotes the, 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 the verse in the Torah where it says, Bechal Tsarasam Loitzar. Anytime we're going through a challenge, Loi for Hashem, Hashem is also going through the same challenge with us. So since Hashem is going through whatever we're going through, so very, very soon, Hashem is going to take us out of Golas. As the verse says, Vishav Hashem Hashem is going to take us out of Golas, and Hashem is going to go, and it doesn't say the Heshiv, he's going to take us out. Vishav, Hashem is going with us. Until when Hashem takes us out, we'll be able to, the Rebbe says clearly, to thank Hashem, and to praise Hashem, Hashem's great name, and we'll to light the candles in the courtyard of the temple, in the third base of Migdosh, Migdash Adnai Koinyadecha, the tremendous, beautiful base of Migdash of Hashem. So obviously, as you can tell, this is a beautiful, powerful chassidus, great class on, on, on Hanukkah, the three different miracles that happened on Hanukkah, the cold Kabbalistic insight between each one of them, and the day it happened to, but ultimately the goal is that we should realize that everything that we have comes from Shem Havayad Leila, the infinite now sometimes it gets lost in Gullus, it's some kind of concealment, but the Rebbe said clearly, it's only an illusion. We need to know Hashem is the real power. And as the Rebbe finishes off, then let's hope, Mirch Hashem will all be taken out of this Gullus, will be going through Yishlaim, our Kodesh, from Mashiach, Tzidkenu, for the base of Migdus Shlishi, and God willing, our next class will be together in Yishlaim, Ir Kodesh. Have a great and happy Hanukkah. Miracles for each and every one of us in our lives. Happy Hanukkah.